Solomon. When Saul died, David became the king after him, and after David came his son, Solomon. Now began a golden age for the Israelites. David had made his capital in the city of Jerusalem. The Ark of the Covenant, which was their most precious possession, had always been carried with them on their travels. Now it stayed in Jerusalem, and the Israelites were wanderers no more. With the defeat of the Philistines, years of peace followed, and the people prospered and grew wealthy. Every year they gave one-fifth of everything they made to their king, and soon Solomon became almost unimaginably rich. With this new wealth he built many fine palaces, and Jerusalem grew into a great city. Most important of all, the buildings that he caused to be made was the great temple of Jerusalem, which housed the Ark of the Covenant. The roof of the temple was held up with pillars of brass, and the walls inside were covered with beaten gold. There had never been a more grand or beautiful building, and Solomon raised it to the glory of his God. But Solomon was rich in more than just money. God had given him a most precious gift. He had made him wise. When Solomon first became king, he had found it very hard to cope. His father David had a great reputation as a warrior. When the Israelites had brought their problems and arguments to his court, he had dealt with them swiftly and decisively. If he had not always made the right decision, no one questioned him, for no one doubted his power. And David never doubted himself. Solomon was very young, and did not have the same confidence as his father, nor his reputation. He was afraid that he'd make a fool of himself. One night he dreamed that God appeared to him, and asked him what, of all the gifts in the world, he would like most. Solomon knew at once what he wanted. O oh Lord, he said, give me the wisdom to rule your people well. God was very pleased with this answer. You might, he said, have asked for anything, riches, long life, or the downfall of your enemies. But because you have asked for this, I will make you the wisest man in the world, and I will give you those things you did not ask for also. You will be rich and honoured by your people, and you will live a long life. When Solomon woke up, he was sure that his dream was true, and he praised his God and thanked him. That very day there was a chance to test his new wisdom. Two women were brought before him. They both claimed to be the mother of the same child. The first woman said, We lived in the same house, and we both had baby boys. She pointed at the other woman. In the night her baby died. While I slept she stole my child and left her dead son in his cradle. You liar! shrieked the other. Your baby died that night, and now you want to steal mine. Solomon let them shout and argue for a while, and then he silenced them. Both of you claim, then, that this living child is yours? he asked. Yes! they cried together. Bring me a sword, said Solomon. One of his guards drew his sword and offered it to the king. Then Solomon said, Since both these women claim it is their child, cut him in half, and give each of them a half to take home. At once the first woman fell to her knees. Oh no, no, she wept. Please don't kill him. I'd rather she took him than that. The other woman shrugged. Well, go on then, she said. Do as the king says. It is fair. Then quickly Solomon stepped forward and took the sword from the soldier's hand. Do not harm the child, he said. This baby belongs to the woman who would spare his life. Give him to his mother.
the good woman, weeping now for joy, fell at the king's feet and thanked him. Then she took her baby in her arms. When word of the king's judgment spread, the Israelites gave thanks. Truly their God had given them a wise king. News of the wealth and wisdom of Solomon spread further, and soon all the neighbouring kingdoms wanted his friendship. Other kings would ask for his counsel, and although he gave it freely, they were so pleased with his good advice they would reward him with great treasures. Gifts and tributes poured into Jerusalem, and he became even richer. His fame spread even as far as the land of Sheba in Yemen. The Queen of Sheba was so amazed at the stories of this great ruler that she became determined to go and see for herself if all that she heard was true. With a great caravan of camels, she journeyed across the desert until she came at last to Jerusalem. When Solomon heard that the Queen of Sheba